we're talking together in 1 John chapter 5 as we're closing out this little book about how we can know some things, how we can be certain about some things. And we've talked about that we can be certain that we have eternal life. We can be certain that we have the righteousness of God, which enables us to not continue making sin the habitual practice of our lives. We're not perfect. We do sin. But uh, no matter how strong Satan is, our, our God's stronger, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, the Scripture says. So we have a power and a strength that is, is bigger than the evil one. Also, there's a third thing we can be certain about. We can be certain of two relationships, John says in this passage. This is another one of the great certainties. And he says in verse 19, we know, and the word know is oida in the Greek. And it's a, t- it's a word which means we are absolutely confidentially positive. We are positive that we're of God. And we are also positive that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. There are two great relationships here. The first relationship is the relationship of the believer to God. A lot of people may say, well, how do you know you're of God? How do you know you belong to God? That's a presumption. You can't really know till you die. And But you say, yes, you can, because the Bible says if you put your faith and trust in Christ, you become his child, you're in his family, and, and he's not going to kick you out of the family. You may not act like you're in the family sometimes, but you're in the family. You may not feel like you're in the family sometimes, but you're in the family. That's why the, the Christian can say he's of God, because God is his source, and a fundamental separation has taken place between us and the world system to which we once belong. Now, the world, on the other hand, lies in the power of the evil one. It's going in a totally different direction from us. The Bible's very clear about that. It's under the grip and domination of Satan, and uh, the world system is not represented as struggling to be free, but is quietly lying, perhaps unconsciously asleep in the arms of Satan. The evil one cannot hold a Christian, but he does rule this present world. That's why we as believers are the salt, and we are the light in this world, because this world is under the control of Satan, and that's why it's so important that we walk with God and trust him, because as his salt and as his light, we season the world, we bring strength to the world, we shine in the dark places that other people might come to know Christ and come into relationship with him and have this life-changing experience with him. But also, he says, we can know the certain certainty of reality. Reality is the key emphasis of verse 20. When John emphasizes again that we can know, it reminds us that Jesus, the Son of God, has come. The emphasis here is not on only that he came, but that he is presently here. It's not the verb that's used to simply speak of having come in the past or an act of coming. It's the verb which means to arrive and to be here, not to leave. While he departed in his glorified body, Jesus still is here in the power of his Holy Spirit and in his people. And his coming was not like that of a meteor flashing across the sky, burns up and is gone. He remains here with his people. Now, John says we're absolutely certain, we're positive, we're confident that he's come. But we're not only confident that he's come, but we're confident that he's right here with us. And he's given us understanding and knowledge. And the word here for for knowing actually means real. We can know that we know him. He's real. And I believe what John is saying is that the word is true. And true appears three times in verse 20. But I think the word real describes it even better. God is real. 
for there is no, only reality in him, and our lives are full of illusions. And by, by ourselves, we can only guess and we can only wonder and we can only question about what might be true. But if we know him, we can know reality. We can know the truth. Now, there's a second no in this verse. That's not the same word. It's the word Ganesco, which means knowing by experience. You see, there's, we can know something is true in our minds, but if we know by experience, that means we have come into experience with this, with this truth, with this person. When we really know Jesus, we know about him, but we also know him, and we know by experience that he is who he claims to be. Now, that's the ultimate reality, is coming into real experience with Jesus Christ, and that strips away the illusions and dispels the myths and the vagueness which cause us to grope through life like a blind man. You see, he clarifies life. He gives us understanding. Things become real. This is really important, I think, because so many people today are living in kind of a world of illusion. You know, they think, well, if I can get money, oh, I'll be so happy. Or if I can get fame, I'll be so happy. Or if I can marry that person, I can be so happy. And all of that's an illusion. Now, there's nothing wrong with having money, and there's nothing wrong with having fame, and there's nothing wrong with marrying the right person. But those things are not what produce happiness. You see, they're an illusion. They're like the guy who's in the desert who's so thirsty he's about to die, and he thinks he sees a lake, and he runs to it, but it's nothing but dry sand. It's an illusion. It's not the real thing. And that's why he says, little children, guard yourself from idols, the, the idols of this world not the things that were made with hands out of stone and wood. We don't worship those, but we worship a lot of other things, money, sex, and all kinds of things in this world, and power. But he says, look out for those. Watch out for those. You're not going to live in reality if you live in illusion and worship the wrong things. The prophets spoke of the idols of the heathen as if they were unreal and counterfeit gods because they were as opposed to the true and living God. An idol is anything in our lives which we worship instead of God, which we allow to take first place, which we allow to be the king of our lives. You see, that idol really becomes a substitute God. A God is whatever you give your time to, your energy to, your money to. I can usually tell you, tell me what you did with your life last week, I can tell you who your God is. You tell me how you spent your money this last month, I can tell you who your God is. See, that's what's important. It can be a person, a system, a project. It can be about anything. Uh, W.T. Connor says, see to it that you do not try to satisfy your hearts with shams, but let them rest rather in the true, the genuine God, who is to be found only in this, his only begotten son who became flesh for us. This warning is as relevant to us as it was to the people of John's day. And make sure that you are not worshiping a false God. Make sure that money is not your God, that possessions are not your God. Make sure that you don't even make your family as wonderful as they are. Don't make them your God. Make Jesus your God, and you can love your family twice as well. And if you make God your God, you can do with money amazing things. And if you make God your God, you can everything, you know, becomes more wonderful, and, and there's reality, and there's not illusion when Jesus is really made the Lord of our lives. And we put him in his rightful place. And when we do that, then everything else lines up and everything else fits together. It's, it's kind of like a circle. 
a circle is complete, and, it, and that's what happens when we do this with God. The circle is right. The circle is complete. But there's a break in the circle when we don't do that. I, I just want to challenge you today as we finish this book, know for sure that you put your, your faith in Christ. Just do it today and take him at his word. Make sure today that you're not letting illusions control your life, but that you're allowing him to control your life. God bless you. Have a great day.